Alright, so haven't done one of these in quite some time. Uh, back on the camera, uh, other than at Battlefield Fight League, where you might have seen my friend here, Darcy McBride, but he's got some news for you guys involving Battlefield Fight League and some other folks. Why don't you just drop that knowledge on us, drop the bomb, let the people know what is up right off the hop. Yeah, uh, Jeremy, I want to thank you, obviously. And first off, before we get to that, uh, I want to congratulate you, my man, on nine years of MMA sucker, uh, you know, off running, making moves, making waves in the not only the local MMA community, but, you know, getting national and international acclaim and, uh, and some of the great writers, different guys, analysts that have gone through there. So first of all, man, shouts out to you on a great job. So uh, be proud of that, brother. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's, it's been quite the ride. I mean, we've seen guys come and go. We've seen guys move on to, like, MMA Junkie and Bloody Elbow and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, we've seen you, you know. We had Radio TKO over at MMA yeah, Sucker back in the right. day. Uh, you and uh, Corey Allen there. And, that's uh, right, back in the day. Yeah, man. Like, I, it's it's crazy how you go through peaks and valleys and, and still being able to connect with people like you and keep in touch with guys like you and everyone else that has been a part of it is, is super cool, man. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, on my end, uh, you know, as you say, there is some news um, alluding to what I'll be up to here in the future, and uh, I'll just come right out and say it. I, I have called my last fights with Battlefield Fight League. Um, we can get into a little bit of it here, but at the end of the day, I'm just going to cite creative differences. Um, there are a lot of them. I'm just going uh, try to try to be the bigger person on a lot of it. I'm not here to sling any mud. What I'm more excited about saying is, that I am ecstatically over the moon pumped to be joining Saba Fadai and Rise Fighting Championship in the capacity of president of fighter and media relations. Now, it's a fancy handle, but what it really means is that we're going to be doing a lot of hands-on work with these young up-and-coming fighters and seasoned pros to put together the best fight show we can on, uh, you know, on a basis where we do. Well, I know we had our second show last night. Um, from all accounts, it was a success. I've talked to a lot of people in attendance. And so we'll look to build on that in 2019. And uh, I want to thank Saba and uh, everybody that's a part of Rise FC for welcoming me aboard with open arms. And uh, I'm, I'm interested, intrigued, and excited to get to put my personal stamp on a brand, something that I've wanted to do in prior you know, opportunities and was never afforded the luxury or the chance to have those creative licenses. So I'm pretty pumped, man. So leaving Battlefield Fight League, I guess the first part is you know you you've been with the organization for quite some time probably since single digit numbers um you've since called, number one it wasn't recorded live but number one we recorded after the fact in studio so yeah, yeah yeah exactly i figured that now it may come to some fans as a surprise that you will no longer be the voice with mm -hmm. craig mclean or craig Nielsen behind the scenes. Shouts out to Craig McClain too. Yeah, last he's night, exactly. He's, nice. been, he's on, on my mind. Rise FC champion. But yeah, there you go. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So fans might be interested. I mean, I, without getting into the nitty gritty and, you know, throwing people under the bus, which we don't need to do. That's here. not what I'm here to do. Yeah. Exactly, and and exactly. I want to make it like, I want to make it really clear that, um, you know, everybody on that floor staff crew and everybody that's held a camera or a microphone or gotten something ready for me, any of my broadcast partners or any of the fighters. You guys make that show go round. I have nothing but the utmost respect and love for all of you guys that, you know, are behind the scenes to help make that show a reality. And, and in no way am I walking away from you guys. Um, you know, I, I won't name names because I, I just think all of you guys as a whole, you know, are some of the best friends I've made um, in the industry. It'll be, it'll be a little bit 
tough. It'll be very strange um, to attend shows and not be the guy behind the microphone. That's for damn sure. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, as somebody who I have, you know, I have, it's not my full-time job broadcasting at the moment, but it has been before I went to school for this shit. This isn't a joke. Um, you know, I, I want the ability to have an imprint and a, and a footprint on the sport of mixed martial arts in one capacity or another. I'm too damn old to fight. We both know that. So that's out the window. Um, and, and I have a very promising full-time gig on, on the horizon here on the island that's going to allow me to move back to Vancouver Island. So I don't need this thing to fatten my pockets. This is a passion project for me. Um, this is, this is you know, helping Saba out with something that he's really passionate about. And we had a conversation, you know, regarding this idea and this position. I couldn't even get the entire idea out to him before he said, stop selling yourself. You're hired. It's done. Like, you're done. You're in charge. And, so, and I said, okay, well, we'll put it out like this with this. Really. And he goes, don't even tell me. Just you're in charge. Just as long <laughs> as it's about money, call me and I'll deal with them with the money and we'll both the fuck. But as far as it relates to media releases and shit, finding new athletes, you know, any of you guys that I have a good rapport with. I mean, I'll come out and say it. I've spoken to Micah Brakefield already. Probably going to see Micah Brakefield in the Rise FC cage in 2019. Um, you know, there's a lot of guys that I have very good rapport with over the years through management, through interviewing them in the cage, through rolling with them at the gym, um, and just through, you know, mutual respect through the industry where I don't think I'm going to have a very hard time calling up guys, you know, that run gyms or guys that are individual MMA um, athletes and convincing them to come give Rise FC a chance. Now, I know, obviously, fight promotions, you know, they, they obviously collide and, and they want to be better than each other. And going into Rise FC 1, Saba and Battlefield did have a bit of a beef going into that first show, but that was settled. Do you oh, funny story about that, too. <laughs> well. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no worries. And, and what I was going to say is, it, will there be that beef going, in, going forward? Because, like you say, maybe I, I, uh, I'll... It'll be weird to go to Battlefield Fight League as a fan rather than a broadcaster. Here's Will you be allowed into Battlefield Fight League as a fan? Yeah, I don't know. That's up to them. If I'm not allowed, that's fine. I'll go do something else. I don't give a shit. But uh, if I am, that's fine, and that's cool too. I'm not there trying to poach nobody. We all know how the fight game is. Um, you know, look at the steps Dwyer's taken to get himself back to a level of fame here after getting, you know, um, released from the UFC, going out fighting Jesse Ronson and then fighting here and then going and fighting in excessive. And now he's going to fight at fight night in Lethbridge. The dude's bouncing around and doing what he needs to do to get seen and get that exposure. Now, you say, is there going to be any hard feelings or bad blood or anything? I'll be I'll be hand to God honest with you. I've kind of taken a new path in my life where if I'm down with you, I'm down with you. And if I respect you, I respect you. And if we're not down... You don't get my fucking time, man. I apologize to curse, but that's the truth. I'm not here to put out negativity and negative energy to anybody. Part of that is the reason I've chosen to do this, Jeremy. For for a long time, and although I'm not local to Vancouver, I've put effort out to try to, you know, do a little extra. Um, and in lieu of that, you know, choices were made to go in different directions and uh, maybe put things that weren't MMA related into a spotlight when. You have athletes that should be the focal point. And, uh, you know, some of the issues with the way we were getting things out to to the fans that I think I can uh, I can improve upon. And, you know, now I've been given the platform to do that. So um, hard feelings, not at all. I learned so much over that time. I got to meet so many people. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Um, people grow apart. I've been saying to myself, I need to find a way to either, you know, shit or get off the pot, so to speak. It's time to do something with this broadcasting talent that I have in my spare time. Or just don't do it at all and just become a sideline watcher. And um, after the events of last week, at the event, um, you know, which again, I'm not going to, we're not going to pick through every morsel of this. It just, 
At my opinion, it was a misunderstanding. I was cleared of any wrongdoing by the people whose opinion mattered to me. That's about all it comes down to. But uh, now I'll have the opportunity to have my hands on a brand that isn't mine. I don't need that act, you know, that, oh, it's his fight company. No, I don't give a shit about it. Sabah's killing it. He's doing everything he needs to do. But the man could use a hand. There's a lot of hours, or not enough hours in a day to get all the jobs done it takes to put on a high-level show. Um, especially if he wants to fight on it. That's what I was so, just going to say. <laughs> yeah, and, and without missing this piece as well, shouts out to James Lynch, because him and I are now your broadcast combination play-by-play in color for Rise FC as well. So I'm not only coming in in a behind-the-scenes working with the fighters in the branding role, I'm going to be there on fight night, assuming my position cage side, uh, play-by-play, post-fight interviews, everything else we got going on, along with the voice Don Andrews. Um, so in my opinion voiceover, interviewing, and analysm, or analysts, sorry, you got the three best guys in the Canadian game right now, uh, or three of them anyway. Shouts out to Ryan Ventura, honorable mention, I'm going to say right now, but you, you know, get it twisted. <laughs> now, you know, you said you spoke about management earlier. That was something that right. you dabbled in for quite some time there. Saba was one of the yeah. guys. Uh, Absolutely, was, yeah. was that Was that a, sort of a reasoning why you, you went to him and sort of started the conversation was because you, you um, had that previous sort of relationship? I don't think it hurt it. I think, um, it, it, let's let's make this really clear. This isn't revenge motivation-wise. Um, this isn't like, a, oh, I can go here and get back at some... It ain't even about that shit. It's, it's about my, my love and passion for the sport. You know that. I don't have to sell you on that belief. Anybody who I managed understands and knows that. And I think that's maybe an angle from Saba's side, too, where he's like, wow, you know, this is a guy who I know who I know the names and phone numbers in his Rolodex. I know he maintains relationships. This is a guy that's going to help alleviate some things off of my plate. And for me, I know Saba is a fighter. There's a thing, you know, promoters, if they've fought before, there's certain things you don't have to tell them. It's like hiring somebody in a kitchen who has real-world industry experience. There's certain shit you could just leave off the introduction. And that's how I feel Saba is approaching this. And, and the review I got from both athletes that were competing last night, from paying customers, um, from some people in some of the authority, you know, um, positions in our sport um, in the province. I got a lot of uh, a lot of positive feedback last night. You know, the only thing that was a real struggle is we had some fights fall out. So we're going to be doing a little extra to make sure that you know, in return for promoting these athletes and getting them feeling to a point where they are a priority with us here at Rise FC, which they are. Everybody from the curtain jerker opening fight of the night to that main event fight. Um, you guys are vital to our operation. Without the first fight, we don't get to the main event. So we're going to be doing a lot in terms of fighter incentives online, um, you know, all kinds of different stuff that I'm going to bring, as you say, my managerial and a little bit of that sponsorship experience from back in the day, try to bring that to the fold and, uh, you know, see what we can't mix up here in 2019 and beyond. A couple more questions for you here. Uh, Absolutely. Just going off that sort of thing, uh, going through forward to 2019, now you weren't really a part of Rise FC one and two at the forefront. Uh, right. What what can people expect from you going forward with Rise FC three coming in April uh, to see from you and, and what can you what are you going to bring to the table behind the scenes that people might not get to see? Right. So again, I have to give you a fly on the wall perspective here, and I wasn't even on the wall. I was a fly on the wall through Facebook, social media, phone calls, and everything else for the show last night. So. What I can tell you is, um, from all accounts, like I said, it went off more or less really well. The, the good things I heard um, was, you know, I was able to speak to a member in the commission and, and they were able to tell me, hey, we had no big issues. So that's always great to hear from somebody in a position of power like that. So we've got our ducks in a row there. Um, I do think that the 
the, the positives are around that cage, the beautiful cage itself, um, the lining, the lighting, all of that was really good. I've heard that there could have been some improvements in terms of the ambience around that stuff we're going to look into. We had a higher turnout for the second show than the first, albeit, you know, in a small increment, but that's a positive trend. Um, I think one of the things we'll be looking at is how to positively affect the in-home experience for the pay-per-view buyer. Fight TV is the current um, you know, relaying system we have for our pay-per-view. So myself being the broadcasting background I have, I'm going to be looking at that from the, you know, the moment we open the show to the moment we close the show. Added value stuff for our pay-per-view fans. Hey, we shot this special at home. The only way you're going to see it is if you order the pay-per-view, you're going to get an in-depth look at fighters A, B, and C. We'll have some contests, different stuff where we're going to have, we're going to bring back the fight of the night, knockout and submission of the night bonuses. Um, not sure if there'll be a cash bonus, a prize bonus, but it'll be more than just a plaque. Um, that's, that's not a lot to work for, truthfully speaking. And, uh, and we want to reward our athletes for coming to put on a show. Without the athletes, there is no fight promotion. There is a lot more to it. But if we can only put on a half dozen fights every three months, we're not going to get the momentum that I think this uh, this brand and, and the athletes of British Columbia, Pacific Northwest, Washington, Oregon, Alberta, all that shit, we all come together. We got something here. Now, you as a person, is the goal for Rise FC, I, I mean, we don't have Sabo on here, so yeah. you just, from your perspective, is the goal of Rise FC to stay within British Columbia? The first two shows were held in Chilliwack. Are we going to branch out of Chilliwack and move to a place where some of us in Vancouver can go within an hour? Are we going yeah. to branch into, you know, Alberta possibly? Are we going to move outside of uh, the Western Hemisphere of Canada? What I can tell you for sure, for sure, is that there are four shows scheduled for 2019, the first of which is April 13th, which is your first change on a Saturday rather than a Friday. Obviously, the commute out there on a Friday afternoon, you got everybody leaving work from the GVRD. They're trying to haul ass out to the valley, you know, you, I spoke to somebody yesterday who told me it took them three hours to get from the Lionsgate Bridge out there, and, and that's too much time. Um, so that's the first change we're going to be making is it'll be a Saturday show. Without naming names of cities, towns, and people, um, Saba has told me some of the you know uh, things he's reached out to in terms of you know kind of hearing about finding out what the deal is. I can tell you no bones about it. Once I'm on the island, I'll be looking at the opportunities in Victoria and Nanaimo of what we can do over there. Um, Saba and I haven't discussed that, but... You know, as uh, as he said, if, if I think I'm taking the lead on something that's positive for the brand, I'm going to do it. And I think moving over there where we can have guys from Island MMA, Zoo Checks, you know, you never know, maybe some of the guys from Comox Valley. I don't know what Chris Buckless Anderson's um, current status is with BFL. If he's a contracted fighter, I won't speak about him. But if he's not, we're going to be looking to have guys um, promote their city and bring, bring Rise FC to your city by becoming a big name within our organization and let us build cards around you. Sounds amazing, man. I, I, I'm pretty happy, not pretty, I'm extremely happy with the fact that you get to do something that you're passionate about and that you love and you're not just coming there to talk on the microphone. You're, you no. have a play behind the scenes and, and be able to do what you do best. So I, I'm pretty happy about that. And I just want to give you the floor now to let people know what they can expect, what they can be excited about, about Rise FC in the future and, and anything else you want to sort of shout out now, man. Uh, first of all, I want to shout out Dan Martinez, Trevor Carroll, Kalen Joel, Nate Olson, uh, Jamak Golshani, Big Rich, um, Diana, you know, all the people at Battlefield that made, and I'm sorry, I'm probably forgetting a couple of names here, I know, but everybody that made, um, you know, those shows what they were, my BFL family, uh, Hassan on, on the camera, and, and, you know, Nelson, of course, from MMA Sucka, always in the pocket, I'm sure he'll be, he'll be, uh, you know, attending the shows too, but... There's uh, there's no way to get around what we did. 
that it was a very special time in MMA coming up from its being legal, first of all, for in Vancouver to doing shows to memorable times, memorable nights. Jason Brooks, uh, Ken Tran, Marcus Aurelio in Nanaimo, um, you know, Micah Brakefield winning the amateur championship, um, you know, amazing fights. Cole Smith defending over and over, guys making it to the big show. I will cherish and hold those memories. Uh, at a certain point in time, people and situations outgrow each other, and I think that's what happened here. Uh, and and now I am beyond excited, as I've said a couple times here, to finally get to put my stamp on something that I think I know a little bit about. In you know, other than in the real world training, uh, inside the cage fighting and and doing that kind of thing, I've kind of stepped through most steps that there is to step through in this professional and amateur mixed martial arts industry, and I'm really confident and excited to to bring my experience to the table and benefit every fighter out there that's watching this and any fighter that's out there that wants to take a shot at rise FC in 2019, please take a moment to message me um, or Saba Fadai and, and see what we can do for you in 2019. And finally, I want to thank Saba uh, very open and, 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 you know, interested in the conversation. He had asked me earlier to do rise FC one play by play. I said, no, I'm sorry. Um, I am committed, you know, to my current position. But in lieu of recent events, here we are. And uh, listen, man, I'm excited to move to the West Coast again. I'm excited to get back to Vancouver Island. But uh, I'm fucking pumped for Rise FC in 2019. So let me tell you, uh, we're, we're going to come and make a wave here in 2019. I can tell, man. I, I, I appreciate your time here, Darcy. And, and I haven't seen you this excited in quite some time, man. So <laughs> I, I yeah. look forward to what you guys bring to the table. And uh, I can't wait to see, you know, a secondary promotion here in British Columbia that, that's really pushing uh, pushing the limits. Like, we have Mamba, and, and they do great things, and we have Jerry mm -hmm. shows, and they do great things. But it seems like Rise FC is going to be really pushing the, the limits to try and be that number one show. Saba said something interesting to me, and I'll leave it uh, I'll leave it at this because this will give you an idea of where we're going to go with this thing. And, and I said, listen, man, you know, I got a full-time gig. I'm not coming here offering you a job so I can add a paycheck to my, you know, collection sort of thing. Um, and he goes, well, that's cool, and I appreciate that, but my goal ultimately is so that you can make this your paycheck. And it's like, yo, that's that's cool. To hear that from him <laughs> means I know that his head is in the right direction. we got a hell of a lot of work to do, Jeremy. But, uh, you know, guys like him and I and then some of the other guys we got on the team here, yeah, it's, it's a fun challenge. It doesn't seem unattainable by any means. So one, one step at a time, and it starts April 13th with Rise FC3.